You're listening to Bible Standard, a podcast about issues and ideas from a biblical worldview. My name is Jordan Ham. Join me as we find out what standard we live by. Welcome back to the By What Standard Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Ham. Wow, it's been a while. It's been almost a year since I've done a podcast episode. Um, it's been <laughs> it's been a while. Um, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened, ups and downs, good and good and bad. I won't go into all that, but uh, just uh, wow, it's been a been quite a while. I've been really thinking about it and praying about it if I really want to be getting back into it. I'm like, yes, yes, I do. I like I like podcasts. They're cool. I like doing what I do. It's been really, it was really encouraging for me to really study and get into stuff and, and know scripture. Um, and so I just, I just like the idea of podcasts. A lot of work, but I do think they're, they're good. I like them. So <laughs> it's, it's been a while. I will say um, before, oh, well, not straight before, after I finish my um, Ten Commandments series, we got two more in the works finished up the Ten Commandments, and then I'm going to take a little different approach at my podcasts. <laughs> Excuse me. I do want to take a, just a different, more different approach, and that is I want to keep them short and sweet, about 15 to 20 minutes. Um, I'm going to try to do that. And then I also want to be able to make sure that I'm, doing, I'm going to do more topics, um, more topical stuff. I have, ooh, that was loud, man. I hate when my computer does this. I'm not sure if you could hear that, but my computer computer just keeps wanting to go give me messages. But anyway, um, so yeah, I want to do more topic stuff. I have a lot of things that works. I have some people I want to do some guest starrings with. So um, I'm going to be doing some talking with a couple people and trying to have some guests and talk about some topics and seeing um, their viewpoint on stuff. And so hopefully that'll be really, really cool. I just, I really want to make this more, uh, the series, I want to really make sure my podcasts are more driven to advance the kingdom of Christ, um, to encourage, more encouraging other believers, um, getting truth out there and the facts out there and just talking about just, just reality in life. So that's kind of, kind of my goal. So before we get into all that, uh, just kind of wanted to tell you kind of what is on my mind and what the plan is for the future. So we're going to get into this episode right now. Good heavens. So here we go. Episode 8. Exodus twenty fifteen. You shall not steal. There you go. That's it. Don't steal. Pretty simple, right? And again previous episodes I've talked about these commandments are very practical they're simple they're easy to understand they're not hard to grasp um it's it's easy to not steal it is there's nothing there's there's nothing challenging about that even someone who maybe struggle with I think it's kleptomaniac is that thing that's called where you uh, have the desire like over desire to steal uh you're there's still it's still not, um, there's still 
obtainable goals in this. It's not like you, it's not like, uh, shoot, I'm trying to think of some kind of analogy, <laughs> uh, breathing. It's not like, you know, you can control to breathe or not to breathe, but actually I don't know where I'm going with this. <laughs> As I'm saying this, it's kind of spiraling down into this. Hmm, is that the best analogy? I don't know. I didn't think this through. <laughs> but, um, no, it, stealing is not, is not hard to do. Um, to, well, actually, well, yeah, stealing is not hard to do. No, it's, it's very easy to steal. But not stealing, to not take something that doesn't belong to you, is also not hard to do. I'll make sure I get my terms, terms right there. Um, interesting, though, the Strong's term, I'm not going to try to pronounce the word uh, here, but the, uh, the, just trying to figure out, oh, I lost my way, there we go. Uh, so the definitions to carry away, um, secretly bring, secretly bring, steal away, get by, stealthily. Um, so these are just some words that uh, kind of circle the uh, the word stealing um, here in the Strong's. It's, I think it's pronounced ganab, ganab. And it just means to do something secretly, to carry it away, stealthily, wrongfully, to, to do something that's not, to take something that's not yours, um, with intent of not being found out. And why don't we want to be found out? Because we know it's wrong. Um, the, uh, the biggest thing that really, that, that stealing is, is wrong, is the big reason it is, is because God is the ultimate provider, right? Excuse me. He's the ultimate provider. He is sovereign over, over everything. And he has given everything to certain people, um, He's dealt things out to people, um, some more, some less, and that is who he is. He's the one who deals out blessings and provision. It's what, what makes stealing wrong is we look at our state in life and we say, I don't like where I'm at. I don't have what I want, and therefore I'm going to take something that doesn't belong to me. And if you really break it down, Paul was right when he says, once you break one commandment, you've broken them all. And it's true because um, what stealing starts off is, what stealing starts off is, we start to become discontent. We start to covet. So we start to covet. We start to be discontent with who God is. That's ultimately what it is. It's we st the ultimate beginning is we start to be discontent with who God is. So then we start, when we start to do there is we start now start to create our own God. We start creating our own image bearer in our head, which is usually us. And then we start to break down who God is and we start to ignore God and we've created God in our own, own image. We start worshiping that God. We, we've become discontent. Um, now our God says now to fulfill your desires, go therefore and take what is rightfully yours or what you want. And therefore we carry it out. We've broken command. We've broken covenants. We're stealing, we're lying, we're, every commandment is now being, we're dishonoring people, we're dishonoring our parents, we're putting bad, we're giving our parents a bad name. So everything, everything starts spiraling down out of control when we start breaking the commandments. Um, and so that's what's happening here. The ultimate reason we're, we're stealing is because we are discontent with who God is and what he's given us, and now we've created our own God, and now our God says, therefore, go and take what what you is rightfully yours to your standard. Um, it's interesting that the stealing also really bleeds into all the other commandments. Don't steal your parents' honor. 
not giving credit to them, dragging them down in order to puff yourself up. You know, oh, my parents like this, and so you just drag your parents down in the mud. Um, stealing an honor that is rightfully theirs. Not saying if you know, not saying you can't speak truth about your your parents, but it's it's the deceitfulness or the over desire to bring your parents' name down. It's 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 to destroy them. That is that is what's wrong. Not giving credit to them. Not giving credit to to who the people who raised you to bring to you to make you who you are. Oh. You know, oh, I did this myself. I did this myself. And I realized the people that helped carry you to this point. That's stealing. Don't steal your neighbor's life. Don't murder. Don't take what is not yours. You are not the giver and taker of life. You do not have the right to go take a life on your own standard um, out of anger or whatever. You're, you are not the author of that um, to go take someone's life because you feel like it. Um, don't steal your neighbor's. Don't steal your neighbor's spouse, um, which would be adultery. Don't go and, and covet it and want desire and try to take your um, neighbor's wife or anything really belongs to your neighbor. Um, giving false testimony is stealing from justice. It's not giving t- correct and honorable and um, authentic truth. It's it's taking it, twisting it, and stealing from justice, withholding from yourself to either puff yourself up or to get away with something or to let someone else get away with something, and you're stealing from justice. Justice needs truth to prevail, and therefore you are stealing from justice. Um, covening is a desire to steal what belongs to someone else. This is the ultimate reason why stealing is prevalent, is because we are desiring to take what is not ours. Because God has given it to someone else and not to us. So, a little, I guess a little analogy. You're a kid. You were at a store. You see a stick of gum. You want it. You don't have the money to pay for it. But you really, really want it. So, therefore, you take it and you get found out. Or you don't get found out. Either, either way, um, it is wrong because that stick of gum at that current point belongs to the store. And you want it more than the store does. So what you do is you say, I want it more, but I'm not willing to do what they want me to do in order to get it. So therefore, I'm going to break a commandment, break God's law, and I'm going to retrieve that thing for myself. And then usually what happens is you get caught and you feel guilty, you get in trouble. And the reason you feel guilty and your and your reason you feel bad about it and the reason the kid looks both ways before he grabs a stick of gum is because deep down he knows that it's wrong. Because the law is written on the law of God is written on all of our hearts, and we all know deep down that it is wrong. So yeah, I just always find that it's interesting. I do like this uh, the I do like this thing. Right here, from Ligonier's Table Talk, stealing was the first sin. The foundation for the commandment is the divine right of property that the Creator so continued, um, so consuited man that he desires and needs the right of the exclusive possession and use of certain things. This is the only security for the individual of the society. Charles Hodge. Thus the commandments forbids us from unlawfully taking anything that is not our own. Stealing, take away, ma- stealing and taking away takes many forms, including robbery, Mark 10, 9, 19, kidnapping, Exodus 20, 
1.16. Human trafficking, 1 Timothy 1.10. Receiving stolen goods, Proverbs 29.24. Um, fraudulent business dealings, 1 Timothy 3.8. Using a false witness and measures, uh, Proverbs 20.10. Um, uh, pre... Hold on, I can't read that. Ugh, my glasses. Oh, God, I lost it. Um, trespassing property and boundaries, Deuteronomy 19.14. Injustice and contracts, Deuteronomy 24.15. Extortion, Psalms 20, I mean, Psalms 62.10. Unethical loan arguments, Psalms 37.21. Borrowing without returning, Exodus 22.14. Um, Unjustice lawsuits, 1 Corinthians 6.7. Plagiarism, and so on. These... Um, so on. Stealing involves not just an tangible property, but the reputation and ideas as well. Our modern technology advanced, advanced times has opened up mirrored ways for the sinful, scheming heart to obtain what does not lawfully own. Here's the thing. If I did not give credit to Legionnaire Table Talk, I would have been stealing from Table Talk because I would be plagiarizing. I would be taking an idea and trying to pass it on as my own. I would be taking someone else's labor and trying to pass it on as my own labor, and I would be stealing the fruits of their labor. So yeah, stealing really just embeds itself. Once you start, when, as a kid, you're told don't take, you know, don't take, you know, don't steal, you know, don't take what's not yours. You know, did you ask first? You know, you know, you're playing with the toy, you set it down to go play with another toy your friend comes over here your sibling picks it up starts playing with it and you see it and you want it you go over and you rip it out of their hands you say no mine and you get in trouble for that because you're stealing something or you get your hand caught in the cookie jar these these simple concepts of stealing is, is what really gets ingrained in our heads don't take something that's not yours borrowing without asking you know whatever but it really breaks down into a deeper and deeper root than just the surface level like a surface level is good is where we need to start but as christians there's always an extra layer to something than just what the world sees we don't take something because i don't want something taken from me which is the basic principle of stealing here but it really 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 embeds itself down deep deep and deep into our hearts um because the ultimate issue here is our, our sin desires to steal from God. We want God's glory. We want people to worship us and we want people to see us as God. So therefore, we want to steal from God. Um, so going into that, man will um, will man rob God? Yet are you robbing me? But you say, how have we robbed you in your tithes and contributions? Micah 3.8 At this time, Assyria is coming towards Israel and Babylon will follow suit to judge Judah. And that's how God's going to judge Judah. Malachi is telling the people because they have not given a tithe, they are keeping from God what they have been blessed with. So right here, not going to go too deep into tithing, but in, the, in this time... There's a tax. There's a tax for the people. There's a way for God, for the people to be blessed by God and to give back to God. And the people weren't giving to God what he, what they owed to God and they were keeping it for themselves. And so they were stealing from God in a literal sense, stealing from God here. But it's just interesting how that, how that, how that works. 
Um, the point, um, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly will reap sparingly and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he is decided, um, decided in his heart, not to, not reluctantly or under compulsion for God loves a cheerful giver. Second Corinthians nine, six, seven. God wants the heart attitude here to be a joyful giver. God wants the heart attitude to be for him and to give um, up things. No, not give up. I mean, to give up things, but to give things to other people and to him. And ultimately, it's all ultimately for him if our heart is in the right place. And he just wants his heart desire to just, Lord, I've been blessed abundantly, even though to my neighbor, I may have like nothing, but I want to be blessed. I want to bless people abundantly. And we shouldn't have this our heart attitude of I give to receive. No, I just give because I have received. And that may be financially. That may be um, volunteering your time. That may be just loving people. The way you can give back is not just financially. It, it's a really broad a broad area of what you can give. Heck, heck baking a pie for your neighbor is giving abundantly that's blessing them with something it's taking what god has given you you create something out of that and then you gift it to someone else so it's very interesting how that all how that all works um so it, it I, I just think it's just interesting how we all just how the christian life is is god wants the heart attitude like um psalm 51 when david says if you delight in bowls and sacrifices i would give it to you lord but you don't he, David knows that God wants the heart attitude, you know, even, even with, we'll go back in Cain and Abel talking to Cain and God's like, Cain, um, you know, your heart, you know, sin is at the door. It's wanting to desire, you know, to, to consume you. You gotta, you're, you gotta overcome it. And what God is doing is said, Hey, Cain, I see your heart. It's nasty. You gotta overcome the sin. Come to me. I want your heart for me. Sin's going to try to take you out. Just, just turn your heart to me. And he said, no, I'm going to kill my brother. So it's just interesting how that all works. And then ultimately, with kind of wrap this up here, Christ and the robber. Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. John 10, 1. Right here, Christ is the only good shepherd. All other shepherds, all other leaders of the church, all the leaders of Israel and kings and everybody from, from Adam to your pastor, they're all bad shepherds. They all seek to destroy the sheep in one way or the other. Not saying our pastors and leaders are are, are completely um, wicked people in, in, in the way they lead us. But what I'm saying here is that Christ is the only good shepherd. He's the only one who truly, truly, truly cares for the sheep. And even my pastors, they love me so much and my family and, our, and my church. But there's still that flesh in there that still seeks desirably for themselves um, but Christ is the only good shepherd and he will not seek to rob but everybody else will and even ourselves in our own Christian lives we seek to rob from the church and from others we seek to gain what we want um, but he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep to him the gatekeeper opens the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out when he has brought out brought out all his own he goes before them and the sheep follow him for they know his voice john 10 to 4 um stranger they will not follow but they will flee from him and they do not know the voice of the strangers 
the, this figure of speech Jesus used to them, but they did not understand it, um, what he was saying to them. John 10, 5 through 6. So it just goes and goes and goes and talks about Jesus being the good shepherd. Um, Christ is the ultimately good one. He's the one, he's the ultimate one that we, that we model after. He, he never, God never steals anything because it's all his. Um, we want to desire to be that shepherd. Ultimately, we want to desire to be the shepherd because a shepherd is the one who gets everybody's attention. He, he's the one who's the ultimate authority. He's the one who's on the throne. He's the one who everything was created through him and by him. He was at the beginning with the, he was, you know, the word was in the, um, word was God and words with, with, was with God. You know, uh, it, it's, this is, this is who has ultimate authority. And we want that. We want to be that person. Um, that's what our flesh wants that. And so we're always trying to steal and, and bite and nag at, at things and try to, and try to gain our own our own thing and we ultimately and we ultimately forget let me just jump back to the garden did adam or eve contribute anything to the garden did adam and eve contribute anything to the world did adam and eve contribute anything to each other in terms of their creation no no they didn't adam didn't contribute to his life and eve didn't contribute to her life and adam didn't contribute to eve's life and eve didn't contribute to adam's life it's ultimately God, and then God, not only that, he's like, here, I didn't just create the world, I'm now going to bless you with just amazing paradise to live in. And not only that, go name the animals, go go be in creation, go work this place, I'm going to give you a purpose, a purpose to do stuff. You're not just sitting there, you actually have a purpose and a goal and feel accomplished, and then to worship me and love me. But there's only, there's, there's one, one thing you're not supposed to do, and that's eat the tree in the middle of the garden. Don't eat the tree, the knowledge of good and evil, that's it. And right there. Looked at it, and I saw that it was good to eat. It was good to please into the eye. And they partook and they ate it. Because ultimately they said, God, I don't like what you've given me. It's not enough. I need more. I want more. I'm not satisfied in you. I need something. And they bit the fruit. The problem is, the sin seed had already that the seed of discontent had already been planted in the heart we look at the biting of the apple as the sin which is because the, the sin was there um that was the ultimate part right there because god told them not to and they could have at one point said you know what god we're sorry we repent we need to turn away from this but the ultimate goal is as they're sitting there getting drawn closer and closer and closer the seed of discontent is already there their sin is already starting to develop in their heart where they're looking and they're not worshiping god they're worshiping themselves and so this the sin is already starting to, to already build up in their hearts and then and then it and it comes to a climax and that is when they eat the fruit because they want to steal what is not been given to them so yeah i guess trying to keep this short <laughs> hopefully i didn't go too fast but yeah with our with our christian lives ultimately in our day-to-day lives what what are you and, and myself but what are you stealing what are you stealing from from god and from others are you stealing time meaning are you being lazy or are you overworking you know or you know you could take it this way 
are you are you being so you have a task right you have a task and you choose to put it off so you're stealing time for a task that you should be working on it or you're overworking yourself so you're not partaking in the gift of of rest you know are you stealing from your church you know that could be many things are you stealing from i just want people to just i just want people for attention or i don't want my church at all Excuse me. So you're stealing both ways. You're stealing something that you could be giving and contributing to your church, or you're just trying to get, 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 and get. Are you taking cookies out of the cookie jar? You know, are you taking something that's not yours? Relationships, are you taking more than you're giving? Or what, what are you doing? What's your heart motives? And this ultimately, everything ultimately goes down to, it's the heart motive. Where is the heart? What's the desire? What's the epithemia? What's the over-desire for something? Where, where, are you, where are you seeking? What, someone says, you can tell what your idols are by, if you think about something, and you think about losing that thing, and you think that you can't survive without it, it's probably your idol. It's probably your idol. And that idol will tell you to steal. Some way, somehow. Because it's not the good shepherd. It's not God. If it's not God, then it's ultimately going to lead to ruin and destruction. So just so just pray pray about that and think about that. It's just, it's just cool. I just love the fact that how God's word just is a practical, a practical, attainable goal with Christ. So yeah, that is episode eight or whatever episode this is. <laughs> um think it's yeah i think it's episode it's more not episode eight but it's commandment eight but anyway so yeah like i said i'm gonna try to crank these out keep them shorter and sweeter instead of making these long drawn out things and just hopefully that they'll be more short sweet more ear bites ear bites than anything but yeah like i said i'm gonna try earlier i'm gonna try to get some people on the show do some guest stars i have some really cool ideas with some people i'm gonna talk to so hopefully i'll get that in the in the works sooner than later but all right you guys all have a wonderful and amazing day all of christ for all of life